Hey there, folks. What's happening? What the fuck is going on? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Saturday show. I hope you're doing well. I know I'm doing well. It's uh, it's about that time of the year, folks. Almost time to wrap up the uh, podcast for the year. This will be our uh, last live show of the year, the last Saturday show uh, of 2018, and uh, I want to thank everyone who has turned in, uh, who has tuned in and downloaded the podcast in 2018. I'll do one final uh, show on Thursday for you guys to kind of wrap up the year. I might make that one live too, don't know yet, but uh, it should be pretty good. So uh, in the meantime, folks, I want to uh, just make a couple quick announcements uh, regarding the show. We'll be, uh, we've done pretty well for the show in 2018. Um, This was, I celebrated my 10th year of podcasting just in general in 2018, so that was a milestone, uh, started monetizing the, uh, the podcast via Patreon and, uh, anchor listener support this year too, so I really appreciate all the patrons who have supported this show, and, uh, mark my words, in 2018 we'll get those uh, rewards, uh, set up. So, for uh, the new year, and uh, all that jazz, let's take a uh, quick moment to hear about our sponsor for this uh, podcast, and then I'll tell you about my guest for the program. Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while. And you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing, but where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts.
Alrighty, folks, now that the bills are paid for the uh, podcast, ladies and gentlemen, my guest for today's slash night's show is the one and only Jeffrey Hamill. Uh, for those of you who uh, don't know who I'm talking about, Jeff Hamill is the former co-host of my old podcast, The Whitfield Analysis. He was a uh, co-host of The Whitfield Analysis for the final year of the show back in 20, uh, late 2014, early 2015, before I rebranded the show to The Whitfield Report and went fully solo on my own. Uh, he's a great guy. We, uh, we just simply lost, uh, contact for a while because he got busy and I got busy. Uh, but we've always been close friends. And, uh, when we were hosting the rate, when we were hosting the podcast together, the, uh, internet radio show, um, for the Whitfield analysis, he and I had great chemistry on air together. And, uh, I think we still do. I think our on-air chemistry is still very, uh, much alive, as you'll hear in this episode. Uh, we don't always agree on, uh, everything. We have disagreements and different viewpoints on different topics, as you'll also hear throughout this podcast. But you know what? We get along great, and we're able to have a friendly discourse with each other, which people desperately need um, in this time of uh, division. And uh, I think the show went very, very well, and um, I think you guys will absolutely love this episode. It's uh, it's over about three hours long. We started on Saturday uh, evening, and... Uh, well, it's almost 1 a.m. when I'm recording this intro on Sunday. So, uh, yeah, we did a solid three and a half hours, folks. And uh, what you're about to hear is the result of that. And uh, I think it was pretty damn good if I do say so, say so myself. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the motherfucking uh, great man. Uh, Jeff Hamill is in the house, and uh, without further ado, folks, enjoy the show. We are fucking live. Welcome to this uh, week's edition of the Whitfield Report. I'm your host, uh, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live from NGC Studios here in uh, South Florida. And uh, we've got a jam-packed show for you here tonight, folks. And the title may be confusing for some of you, but we'll clear that up in just a sec. Uh, Meantime, contact info as usual. Uh, As you can see if you're watching by the uh, lower third... Here's all my contact info. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at samdebra underscore ngc, hashtag Whitfield Report. You can also follow me on Instagram at w underscore ngc. Uh, follow me on Gab at Sam Whitfield, although I don't even know if Gab is still around because I think they got uh, DDoSed or whatever that term is. 
Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. TheSamWhitfield.com is my website. As always, uh, please subscribe to the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your audio podcast from. As always, that's posted the day after the live show. Uh, and that's where we get our sponsorships and whatnot from. So thank you uh, for supporting the podcast and telling a friend. Uh, so, and as always, um, you can also tune into the live, uh, chat too on YouTube if you, uh, care to and subscribe over there and participate in, uh, the mayhem over there and, uh, looks like the ringleader, uh, Brian is already in the chat. So welcome as always, Brian. Okay, so, uh, tonight's show is going to, uh, the title may confuse the fuck out of some of you people because I titled it The Return of Jeff Hamill, uh, and some of you are probably like, who the fuck is Jeff Hamill? So, uh, about three years ago, before I rebranded the podcast, um, I was part of a, uh, podcast network called Junior Factor Nation. This was six years ago, actually, now I think about it, because I was still in high school. And, uh, back when the show was called The Whitfield Analysis, or as some people called it, The Whitfield Analysis, which is why I ended up changing the show later on, uh, I was part of a network of quote-unquote young conservative, uh, podcasters. And Jeff was one of the, uh, hosts of the, uh, yeah, he had his own show on the network, and then we eventually uh, all burned... The Jeff and Allen show. The Jeff and Allen show. Never forget. Ah, never never forget. I, well, I might as well bring you on the screen now. now. So, uh, anyway... What's up, everybody? Yep, so, we, uh, long story short, we had a falling out, and, uh, not Jeff and I, but the original net- Null Network, so, uh, then Jeff and I and a couple other people from JFN... Started our own thing, and it actually went pretty well for a while. And, uh, then things, uh, well, we had a couple of disagreements with, like, you know, it basically fell fell apart, kind of on its own. Uh, just because I think we were trying to monetize it, but, like, no, but, like, back in 2014... YouTube wasn't really monetizable yet. You couldn't mon- you couldn't monetize podcasts yet either, and so it just kind of fell apart. Um, so we had one sponsor. Uh, I remember that they were a battery company, but I have no idea what they were called. It was like I think it was Octopod. Um, Octopod. Oh my god. Which <laughs> it? Which I think they went out of business because like I okay I still have mine. Um, not that I ever got one. I never got one. Yeah, I they they ended up they ended up they ended up sending me like a free one. Like, they okay they were originally they were originally supposed to send all the board members free ones since they were you know our sponsors, and then like about a month after we pretty much disbanded, they finally sent me mine. So, (laughs) and then at least you got one. Well. And then I think they went out of business, like, a while. I think they went out of business, uh, too. So, anyway, uh, and then Jeff and I were... Jeff co-hosted the Whitfield analysis for a while, and then 
He just got super busy with uh, stuff at his school. He works for, can I say, or he, he works for uh, the awesome Penn State. So, uh, oh, you, you've even got your YouTube channel up. Right? <laughs> I was waiting. I was going to wait until you mentioned it. But, yes, okay. I did put, I actually wrote it twice in two different sizes, and neither of them are actually readable, so. <laughs> uh, he runs the, uh, he runs the YouTube channel for the sociology class, which is YouTube slash, uh, soc one nineteen. So, um, and I mean, how many, so how many subscribers you guys have a fuck ton of subscribers? Um, yeah, we actually got like, for some reason this past semester, we've blown up, blown up. We're at, uh, 19.5,000. So we're hoping to get 20,000, pretty close to the beginning of classes starting. But, I mean, it's all, it's whatever. I mean, we started this semester with 4,000, and that was over the summer, which picked up 2,000 in, like, August. And we only have class in August, so that's kind of weird. Um, and I remember it was a year ago today, we had 420 subscribers. Not, like, today, today, but, like, a year right, ago from... Yeah was 420 because I sent a message to my boss and he was like, hey, 420. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm still struggling to get past the uh, 100 bar barrier because fucking... I, I, I swear it's not just because... I mean, people always say that, like, anyone who's conservative, they say, oh, YouTube blacklists my channel. And I'm like, bitch, I'm not really sure if that's the case because, like... I've been on here since before all that shit started happening, and I still can't guess get past 100. Yeah, I don't... It's just, like, it, completely random. I don't know how we were able to pick up those subscribers, but, I mean, the time will come. The the thing the thing it is, YouTube is just kind of a shitty platform for everyone just in general. Um, and I th there's, so, there's so much content. There's, I think, like, 400 hours of content uploaded every minute or something like that. Like, it's insane how many people have YouTube channels. Yeah, um, and, and I mean, peep, peep, I always laugh with the people who are like, oh, well, I'm going to start a YouTube channel to make to make money, and I'm like, that bitch, you have no, <laughs> you have no, you have no idea how many fucking subscribers you need to, like, even begin to, like, make, like, pennies on. Pennies, so. dude. So. And it's funny because our our channel is um is is like monetized. Our YouTube channel is monetized, and we only put the money towards like um we got hacked by a Cialis ad. So if you went to social19.org, it would take you to Big Pharma's website. Literally, the website was big-farm-pharma.com or something like that, and it took you to a Cialis ad. So all of our money is literally just going back to like keeping the website. Like, <laughs> like um, malware free, and so it's funny because people are like, "Oh, I watched an ad before watching your video, and if you truly want free education, you should take this off." Like, it's it's free; it's still free for you. You just have to watch a what fifteen second ad, right? And most of them you can click out of them, so it's six seconds, and we're able to literally keep our website Seattle's free. <laughs> so I, I've I've started to like I've started to monetize the podcast. Now I've been podcasting for like you know ten years at this point. Um long time, yeah. So yeah, and, and so Anchor the platform that I'm now on for podcasting, it's really good and the community is really supportive but but there are all these newbies who are just like now 
getting into podcasting, which is awesome, but they're also like, why am I only getting, like, one set per, like, play of, like, they, okay, first of all, they don't understand that, like, up until this year, it was almost impossible to fucking monetize a podcast. Now it's easier than YouTube to monetize podcasts, but I, I digress. Anyway, I, I, lo- I love, whether it's YouTube or podcasting or whatever, I, I love that the, I love all these people who, and I don't want to necessarily say they're just millennials because, you know, but these people just in general who kind of, uh, think that just because they've started a YouTube channel, they're going to blow up after a few videos and, like, make a ton of money. And it's so difficult. You make, for every thousand views you get, I think you make a quarter of a cent. See, see, with, uh, with, like, with podcasting, I get, like, 25%, I get, like, 25 cents, um, per listen, per episode, so that's actually not bad. Wow, that's actually really, that's a huge, that's a, like, compared to, like, the YouTube titans that are out there. Right. That CPU is, or CPM, I think it is, is crazy. Yeah, and then I think, like, every, like, thousand uh, downloads, like, total off my feed, I get, like, $15, which is, plus I've got uh, some Patreon supporters, which I'm always thankful for, but the point being is, like, all the people who think that you get rich off of, like, making content online, like, yeah, you can after you've been at it for, like, a while, but, um, yeah, forever, as... That's I was mouthing. But, yeah, like, right like right now, like, people are like, oh, man, you're making bank, and I'm like, actually, I'm just, you know, covering, like, the yearly WordPress, like, you know, to, to like, it's, it, basically, all the money I'm making at this point is basically going back into the show, um... So to cover, to cover expenses, but that's how business just goes, kind of in general, no matter what you do. So anyway, Jeff, I will uh, kind of hand the show over to you. What do um, what you had some topics on on your mind that you wanted to? Did I? <laughs> or it was no, just like, or let's let's just shoot the shoot the shit. What's uh? What's been going on in your world? So, oh god. So just to give you guys uh, the viewer an idea, Sam and I we talk every couple of weeks, maybe on Facebook, um, and it, especially up most recently, we've been kind of messaging. Especially during the election, it was me, him, yeah. and Eric. Shout out to you, Eric. Uh, the three of us kind of just like shoot the shit on on Facebook, but and, and it's fun. It's really fun. Um, but besides that, I haven't really talked to Sam in a long time. Uh, so, I mean, nothing's really too dramatically different. Instead of in Amish country, I'm Jeff, currently in Harrisburg. Uh, <laughs> Jeff's different. Jeff's also a kind of former conservative. I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say you've gone full social justice, thank God. So. Oh, oh, hell. No, <laughs> I can't do that. The uh, I I I do want I do want to bring that up because you and I are both sure. kind of libertarians. It seems like the, both sides now are just getting to- and this is basically what my show has turned into. Just where I rant about the ridiculous of how both sides just seem to no matter what get offended about 
fucking everything. Ev- everything. So I think it. I think it is more predominant on the left, at least from what I've seen. But it does happen on the right. I will. I will say that too on, on the on the far right. So like, you know, like a f- like a few years ago with the whole uh, being with Baker. Can I, well, can I, hold on, can I can I tell you? Take a guess on who I voted for. Not Hill. Please don't say Hill. I know you didn't vote for Trump. I did not vote for Trump. I actually had I had no idea who I was going to vote for literally until I like put my pencil or pen or whatever it was right into the paper. I did vote for Hillary. However, what the reason? Here's the reason. Here's the reason. I knew she wasn't going to win. <laughs> I could not vote for Trump, but not because of Trump. I didn't I did not vote for Trump because of Trump. I didn't vote for Trump because of Pence. I really, really, really hate the idea of an Uber Republican, no, not Republican, Uber Christian in the White House. And Trump is such a charismatic, crazy president. And I, again, I hope nothing bad ever happens to the president. But <laughs> if something would, this would be the president that it might happen to. So my thought process was if the worst case scenario happens and Trump gets assassinated, again, for the record, don't want that to happen, I do not want Pence in office. So I was like, you know what? State college has already been won for Hillary. I'm just going to throw it in. And I couldn't vote for Gary Johnson. He oh. would be the most likely candidate was when he But I wasn't running for president. Right. You have to know foreign policy, even if you're like uh, Ron Paul isolationist level. Like you still have to know what's going on. So I did vote for Hillary. However, it wasn't really a vote for Hillary. It was really just a vote against Pence. If um, who's that dude from Ohio? John Kasich. If John Kasich was the VP, I would hundred percent would have voted for Trump. The, Absolutely. I so it's interesting that you say that because I because I don't I don't dislike Pence, but I'm kind of like, well, he he and Trump are kind of like a weird choice because well. Because it was a real weird choice. I was totally surprised when he was like, Mike Pence is who I want. I was like, okay, I understand you're, you're going for the super conservative vote here, but but, but Pence and Trump? And, and see that... doesn't make any sense. And see that, and see that, and see that's the, that's the only reason why I think Pence is in there. Because, like, Trump... Well, I mean, you, you're from the East Coast, so you know, sort of, like... Trump was, like, banging cocktail waitresses and, like, doing blow and, you know, all of this crazy shit during, during the 80s, yeah. and, and so I'm, like, when, when he, when he, when he did that, I'm, like, I'm, like, here's a guy who bangs, like, supermodels all day, or, or who, or who has, like, in his, in his prime, and, and then here's, like, the electric, <laughs> the electroshock there. Therapy guy, yeah. So, but... Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird uh, thing. Well, that that's also why I always like to tell like I always like to troll Antifa pages because they're always like we're gonna fucking kill. And I'm like, you realize if Trump dies, you get penned. You're the first people that are going to be like thought of that killed him. And and they're You're the first suspect. Well, and well, and, and well, and, and I'm also like, well, I'm like. If Trump died, you get pent, and they're like, "Oh shit, we hadn't thought of that." So I'm uh, so. exactly, exactly. That's the whole reason why I didn't vote for him. 
So the 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 re the reason why I just why I hate Hillary so much is just because um, as Joe Rogan put it, I don't know I don't know that she's killed people, but I know but I know that I'm afraid she's killed people, <laughs> and uh, but but between between her and her pedophile husband. Bend, who, uh, Not pedophile. I would say just an adulterer. Well, which, well, I mean, you can't say much when Obama or Obama, God, Trump is the same exact way. He's had how many wives, and he's cheated on how many of them? All of them. Well, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a whole weird thing with Jeffrey Epstein and Pizzagate and what? Pizzagate was debunked. It, it was like, do you want? It, I'm not going to say anything to Pizzagate because maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. But from the from the the stuff I have seen and heard, mostly actually from Joe Rogan, I heard him really talk about it a lot. It was like there were weird. It was it was weird, regardless of if it happened or not. It was really effing weird. But it's a huge stretch. And by the way, to Dolly or to jo- to Dolly to Jolly jo- Rogers' comment. Um, I mean, he might not be the militarized Christian that everyone makes him out to be. But he would hundred percent would go after Roe v. Wade, and he would then go after same-sex marriage. And I mean, I'm not the biggest supporter of abortion, but we can't take people's freedoms away. And I'm I'm very much gay, and I have the potential to get married. And someone would take that away from me. Like that's that's it's so funny to me how like both Christians, Christians, both Republicans and Democrats seem to say, oh, we want freedom, we want freedom, and then they do things to take away your freedom. Right. That's why That's why I think, like, I have changed since being a conservative, because I'm not kissing uh, Matt Drudge's ass anymore and saying, oh, yeah, whatever you post is totally the truth. I'm doing my own research and looking right. into both. I hate both sides now. Yeah. Well, I, well, I, just, I just hate the press uh, in, in general. This, this whole thing of... Uh... This this whole thing of uh, you know the CNN is fake news like people are so enraged that Trump is tweeting that I I was saying it on this po- on my podcast back in two thousand eight that I just I hate CNN and I mean even Fox too, it, it's not even just like personality it's, it's just that like it's no it's no longer news anymore um, it's it's like it's like five minutes of commentary. Followed by like forty-five to fifty minutes of endless Cialis commercials and ads and uh, just like I mean, that's we, why that's why I never pay attention to the like the media at large. I just go right to who. Whenever I see an article from somebody, the excuse me, the first thing I do is go find who their source is, and and then I read what the source said. So a lot of times I'm on AP News because AP seems to just, these are the facts that we know right now. And it's funny because a lot of places would be like, um, like last night it was something about the the Texas judge who said that Obamacare is unconstitutional, which I mostly agree with, by the way. Um, the judge, uh, the AP News article popped up on my phone and I went to click on it and it said it's a developing story, come back later. And if you, went, if you go to CNN, Fox, MSNBC, uh, Al Jazeera, any of the major news organizations, they'd all be like, here are our opinions of what this judge said. I don't care what your opinion is. I want to know the facts. I don't pay attention to Fox. 
I'll have CNN on in the background, which means it's muted, and it's just something that every once in a while I can look up and see a headline, and then I'll be like, all right, that's all I, that's all I want. I don't want your opinions. I don't give a F about what you think. You, you, you can say fuck on here. I know, I know I can. It's just I'm trying my hardest not to, especially with zealed rum in my ah nice cup. nice yeah i i don't know eight eight year uh eight year bacardi i don't know i, I don't know what it is oh bacardi. even even not well uh, yeah i so i mean i i haven't done a drunk podcast since uh the whole kavanaugh here here I am. oh we should totally do one you me eric and matt dallas we should all do a drunk episode <laughs> matt Matt, Matt actually called me uh, on Thursday when I was at my graduation ceremony, but I am congratulations by the way. Thank you. I haven't, I haven't returned his I haven't returned his call call yet, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do that after the uh, show. But uh, yeah, man, it, it's I mean, so here's here's how I look at it. So I'm I'm curious to also know. I assume you heard heard about this whole thing of Alex Jones being like completely deplatformed and uh yeah. Facebook, Twitter, everything. As you know, I'm not I I haven't always been the biggest fan of Alex Jones because one of his one of his listeners, you might remember this Jeff, but um for those of you who don't know, one of Alex Jones's listeners like way back when just because I uh uh just because I like mildly disagreed with one of Alex Jones's things on like Nine Eleven Love and Truth. One of his, one of his uh, crazed followers like started messaging me. This was like back in like 2013, I think, around the time when we met. They wrote a whole. They actually ended up like writing a whole profile on me about how because I was part of the Boy Scouts, I was the Boy Scouts are part of the Illuminati, and how the Boy Scouts are trained to be CIA assassins and like military and i and i'm like trolling this guy like yeah i i wish i wish i had my my uh merit badge and sniper rifle or here which i i don't but ba- basically like if 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 the boy scouts trained me to be a, to be like a an assassin that would actually be cool but no i just got but my point being is like you know um I mean, I def I definitely do think that can Alex Jones be a little crazy sometimes? Yes. Can he be true sometimes too? Yes. The clock is the thing is the clock clock is a uh, broken clock is always correct. What twice a day? That's a phrase. I mean, Alex Jones literally told a judge that his show is BS because he was fighting for the right to have his kids, and his uh, ex wife was like, "Judge, look." Okay, his show. And he was like, oh, it's totally not real. And then he goes on the show the next day, and he's like, everything, I- bone broth. Buy my bone broth. <laughs> Can I respond to a couple comments on the YouTube channel? Sure, sure, yeah. I'm, I am I passively read them. See, this is why I was having you as, like, my co-host, too. <laughs> because, uh, like, I'm over here ranting for five minutes in a... See that? That's why. That's why I need a co-host to. to Dude, do I literally. I was like, all right, I'm gonna do Sam's show. I'm a. I'm gonna do it right this time. I used to only have one MacBook, and this past, uh, the last two years, my job has had me be in front of a PC with two monitors. Oh, I that... cannot. I cannot use a computer without having a second monitor. Now it's so spoiled me. So I literally have a computer yeah. to my right that I'm uh, looking at the comments. Um, 
freedom to kill a baby in terms of abortion, uh, it's it's not my right to decide what somebody else can do with their body. And somebody said, I don't I don't have the right to do whatever with my body, but a woman does. I mean, when you do have the right to do what you want with your body. If you want to not have children anymore, you can get a surgery to not have children. It's as easy as that. Women can do the same thing with the tie, the the um, their tubes tied. But I mean, in terms of like the freedom of to to decide if you want to have a baby or not, men have chosen to not have babies forever. They just leave. They just leave, and then there's no reason, there's no legal thing that somebody can go and say you must support this child, especially if they get I don't know a divorce. Well, there you can pay alimony. You have to pay alimony and child support and things like that, but not if you just get out and run and no one finds you again. There's there's always, like... The thing is, I don't agree with abortion personally. Right. But as a man, I have no right. As a gay man, you can't have a child, period, without, like, thinking about it for six years. <laughs> like, I... I very much think that a woman does have the right to decide, and I can't stand in her way and say, you can't do this because my religious freedom says, or my religious beliefs say that you can't See, that, like, see though that this is kind of where I disagree agree with with you with you with you though Jeff I mean I I I definitely think that if you're the father you should have the right to like I I, I knew a guy back in high school whose girlfriend uh they they got pregnant and then she broke up with him and then she's like oh by the way I'm pregnant with your kid now this dad this this guy who could have been a dad would have raised the kid on his own uh, with the help of his parents. I'm pretty sure that he that he would have. So I certainly I think that when it comes to like preg, I don't think it's just it should just be like the woman's kid. I I think the dad should have um, some say in it. I I think that. I think if men throughout history have always, like, stood by their women, or at least accepted what is possible when you have a child, I think totally we'd be on even ground, and the man and the woman should sit down together and decide together. But throughout history, that's not how it's worked. If men don't want a child, they just get up and leave. And, and not good men, not good men do that. And that doesn't mean that bad women will get abortions. It totally, it, it's so, like, situational that I can't the thing is I can't decide upon it besides looking at any situation if if a woman just came up to me and she said I got an abortion because I wanted to because I'm not ready for a child I'm like, okay I, th- I don't I, care I think the whole I think the whole clusterfuck my my whole thing is I don't think Roe v. Wade should ever ever become a law in the first place and that's not because I'm pro-choice I mean I am but that's not the reason why I'm Holy opposed. I just think that the moment the government stepped in was when we started getting this whole this whole problem. I think I'm pro. It should have been state. It should have been state to state. Right. Well, I'm. Well, I think I think the whole thing is it's more like, and this is where um, my background in campus ministry comes in because I was an intern for these last two semesters for my campus ministry, and we we've talked a lot about this. What legalizing morality is n- not something that's going to work. Like, this is something that churches or synagogues or, uh, you know, mosques or Schools, mosques, exactly. atheists Everything. 
where, where, wherever, wherever atheists congregate, like at the local Seven Eleven or coffee shop <laughs> or bar, <laughs> but like, like these, like the, these statues of morality are not something that can be um, legislated. They, these need to be something, something that we ask as a society. So that's true. And then uh, the other comment I wanted to respond to. Jolly Rogers said the only reason marriage was legal was a legal issue in the first place was because of taxes, which uh, was instituted to encourage the population to increase. We don't need it now. Totally agreed. Uh, we don't need uh, a ruling on marriage equality. It should just any two people who want to get together should get together. That's the, that should be the end of it. However, there still are legal reasons besides just taxes. If let's say you're in the hospital, Sam. Let's say hypothetical, we're gay lovers and we get married, and you uh, get really sick. <laughs> you get really sick, and you want to go to the hospital. I can't see you unless if I'm your family, which that's what marriage equality, for the most part, did. Thanks, homie. I brought. I got more liquor. Nice. Thank uh, Dimitri. He he came down the whole way from upstairs cooking. You're baking cookies still. Still, it's like I'm overwhelmed. He's overwhelmed of the cookie production in the Hamwalk kitchen right now. The thing is, the cookie turnover was <laughs> We have too many cookies in the house, so if you want any, uh, become a Patreon of Sam, and we will send you zero cookies. But just pretend we did. Well, uh, are, are 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 they pot cookies or pot? <laughs> he asked if they're pot cookies or not. <laughs> he said, unfortunately, not. Uh, if we ever do a show in Denver, however, uh, at Sam's dad's house, we yeah, will definitely make dude, uh, edibles. Dude, we 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 to we totally should. Uh, we totally should. Eric, I know you work for the government, but come on, dude. <laughs> well, he's he's in he's in Portland, Oregon. Which, by the way, I I'm surprised Portland hasn't burned to the ground yet because. Well, it's Simon? it's port it's Portland. So. Well, I mean, PDX. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but between all the anarchos and the weirdos out there, so um, yeah, for sure. So, By the way, I poured way too much liquor into this cup, so the next half of the show should be fantastic. <laughs> oh, it's 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 always it's always fantastic. Go back and uh, either watch or like you can listen to my Kavanaugh. Podcast, I might. Because I, Dude, we should we should do like whenever big things happen, we should just like watch like a major political event and just drink because that's the only thing we can actually. And unless if you're in a pot legal state, you can get high, but like Pennsylvania, I need to have fucking cancer right to, to have it here. So what what I wanted what I wanted to do for the uh, for the 2016 election, and again, this this is why YouTube is fucking stupid because. Um, Apparently they'll ban you if you're streaming someone's live stream. So what we do is we have <laughs> this would be me producing this show. We would just have the video footage but muted. Oh yeah, and then well because and like, then there's no copyright sound, so then YouTube's algorithm won't catch it. Oh okay, because what I did in like the 2014 midterms that I think you you were there is I I had it and then well Matt, Matt Dallas and I called it like a football. We called it like a football game, almost. That that's that's the funnest way to to do it is to like do these things like a play by play football. 
type thing. Exactly. So, um, uh, <laughs> um, Eric, what? By by the by the way, by the way, subscribe to my channel. I need to make it past one one hundred so I can actually name this fucking channel. Channel. Just Google. Finally. Here's how I found it. I went to YouTube.com, went to the search bar, and looked up Sam Whitfield, and it's under the Whitfield Report, and you can find it super easily. I tweeted it out, so if anybody is from Social 19, yeah, let me know if you're watching. Please, uh, I'm I'm like I'm like Joe Rogan slash Anthony Cumia. Like I don't know, I don't know. If, well, you're from Pennsylvania, so you might know who who Opie and Anthony are. Oh, dude! I listened to Painkiller already. They have uh, Anthony on like every two months. I I'm very much aware of ONA and after the blowout because uh, Kumia had a gun in New York and this black prostitute was yelling at him. Like I know the whole story. I I, I love those. I I love Kumia. I don't know anything about Opie. Well, Couldn't no, Kumia now has his own network. Uh, oh, now. I know. So oh, I know. I I, subs I subscribed to it. Um, so I subscribed to it for about a year when uh, he was on there and Gavin McGinnis. Who I'm curious to know your thoughts on Gavin, the the Godfather of hipster of hipsterdom. Um, what is his name? Gavin Ga what? Gavin McGinnis or McInnis, I guess. Um, he's the guy. Who, right. he, yeah, he's the guy who started. He's the. He's the guy who started the Proud Boys. He started the Proud Boys. I recognize him from. I recognize him from the Gavin show or whatever he has on. Uh, oh um, yes, Opie's or Anthony's uh, network. Yeah, well, and uh, it, well, then he went to uh, well, then he went to CRTV, which just got bought. Oh yeah. Which just got bought. Got it. Which just got bought out by Glenn Beck's company, and I guess Gavin got canned. Or wait. The Blaze and CRT. How the heck did Levin let that happen? Uh, well, I okay. So I guess, I guess that like Beck and Levin kind of used to like secretly hate each other, but then they actually talked, and like now they actually like each other for some, for some reason. So they merged. Gavin got canned, and I I'm he I'm now hearing rumors that Crowder actually might get canned, which if. <laughs> but, but Jeff, you're you're the one who introduced me. Well, uh, okay, because yeah, that was before he was a complete sociopath, dude. Well, oh, you want to talk about sociopaths? Do you know about this comedian named Owen Benjamin? I don't know him. Oh my, oh my. Okay, so this is how my audience, like Brian, you you think you think Crowder's a sociopath? Um, oh, I look. I just Google searched him. If you Google search. Owen Benjamin. The first picture that pops up, his eyes are approximately three quarters of his face. So I kind of see how he's kind of a lunatic here. Well, okay, so he he he's basically he's basically started. So he basically has this whole thing called the unbearables, which is how Brian, uh, Jolly, Gabe, and uh, basically the core of my audience now how we all met and when we were in there it was kind of a fun group but then um owen started doing things which i can't really i don't really want to 
disclose what they are publicly, but they but they were but they were pretty bad. Well, I mean, he was he was openly saying stuff like uh, he would say he was saying stuff like uh, free free speech for all, but then banning users whenever they would disagree with him from the chat. And he would also say something like, "I'm not racist," but then shout "nigger" fifteen. 15 times. Here's, here's the thing. Whenever somebody says anything and then they use the word but, get rid of everything they said prior to the word but and that's their true statement. Hundred, <laughs> That's how you literally do it in logic. If you say the word and, though, it actually connects the two things together. I'm not racist and I hate black people. That would be how he should have said it. Well, I, well I'm not racist and I'm not racist, but I have a black opener, so I can say... Anything you, that you want. If Listen, listen. I, I will give... So Social 19, for those of you who don't know, is a race and ethnic relations class. I talk about race every single day at work. So, I talk to people from, from the Middle East to talk about their culture and how they're discriminated against the United States. I'm like, if you have to think, should I do... Should I be able to say the N-word here? Don't say it. Just don't say... There should be no reason... And I know you just said it, and, and I, I really don't care less, because I, you have I, the freedom yeah. to say it, well, but I, said, I, I, said, I personally never say it. I, I said I it contextually, it. too. Exactly, though. exactly. But but if you're ever in a situation, I have, do you know how every racist joke starts? Uh, three whatevers walk into a... No, here it is, ready? Hey guys, I have a joke for you. Okay, now I can say it. Every single racist joke. Make sure that, like, whoever you're talking about isn't in the room. You have to make sure because then it would, it would be, like, really not cool. And, of course, it's not going to be cool. But, like, people do it all the time anyway. But that's how every racist joke See, starts. See, though, that that's funny, though, because, like, I – because, like – because like I have I have, I have black friends and we make we make we make like racist jokes at each other like all the but that's different because you have a relationship with that person oh yeah like I'm not I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go up on on the street because I'm I'm not <laughs> I'm not just imagine you rolling up to a like a street corner getting a little ramp for yourself and just screaming the n word <laughs> yeah I'm not I'm not ob so. Um... <laughs> Yeah, 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 Brian. I, I, I know you like racist jokes. I also know that hashtag me too. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> the social justice quarter of my heart is just crying right now. <laughs> we, we will, we will. I, I will find, I will find a uh, exorcist the uh, the social justice demons out out of you. <laughs> So, and and you and you will be uh, and you'll just be a plain old. Well, you you kind of are a libertarian, like. No, I've been all. I have always been a libertarian. It's just like, I think after towards the end of Obama's presidency, I was like, okay, so I didn't love him, but he wasn't like Hitler. He wasn't awful. Um, no. And then I looked at like all of the hate mongery that went prior, and this is really where I changed. Like I'm a true, I think I'm a true libertarian, not total isolationist. Like I'm a, I'm a realist no. too. I'm a realist, and the thing is, as soon as I looked at like back to what I said and what like my like people around me, my social circle said about Obama, oh, he's not even American. He's from Kenya. And I was just thinking like, 
how racist did we sound? Well, because because he's not white, he has to be from Kenya because I disagree with his politics. Like, no, and that's why, like, after I looked at how we've treated Obama prior to his presidency to, like, what president he became, which if I would say he was the top, easily top 25%. Some people would be like, he was the best president ever. And I, I don't know that. No. But I also don't know who the best president was. I don't... George Washington, he didn't even run. The... Well, like he was he was just because he was a Revolutionary War patriot, which by the way to the British he was a treason. Like he committed treason, he's a treasoner. So like, it just it's all about your perspective. Yeah. And I thought Obama he wasn't the worst, he wasn't the best. He was somewhere in the middle with ninety percent of our presidents. And that's when I like to like that's when I started like questioning both sides because I was like, okay, so Obama's not totally awful. So what did I listen to? The Republicans that said that. And then Trump is the spawn of Satan to the Democrats. I'm like, well, why is that? And I looked at the reason why that was. And, and neither of them make total sense to me. So it has to be something in the middle, the, which the, to me is moderate or to me is libertarian because you want government intervention when absolute necessary. But besides that, get the hell out of my life. You can't tell me what to, Jordan Peterson. I've been watching a lot of him and Ben Shapiro a lot on YouTube because I'm trying to get like the opposite side of what everyone tells me that I believe. Because, oh yeah, you like you, you like Kermit the Frog then. You like exactly. But the one thing that they always talk about, especially Ben, I heard Ben say this multiple times. He's like, you can't tell me to call a trans person by the preferred pronouns, but if I'm at dinner with them or I'm talking to them, I will call them their preferred pronouns because I'm not an asshole. That's uh, where it comes down to. Don't be an asshole. Okay, folks. And by the way, my wife is a doctor. I, I, I can't. I can't get my voice high enough to do Shapiro. So that was my best. Uh... <laughs> um, to, to respond to Eric's comment, uh, James Buchanan, which is rated the the worst president, by the way, is from where Sam Whitfield, and I wouldn't be asking you if I didn't know for sure. Pennsylvania. Not only from Pennsylvania, he's from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, my hometown. Oh, I'm so his, sorry. His, um, what the hell is it called? Wheat, it's called, like, the Wheatfield, which is funny for Whitfield. Um, it's, like, it's called the Wheatfield House, and it's literally, like, I can tell you, it's on uh, Marietta Avenue. It's in Lancaster. That's where he was, like, that's where he lived after. By the way, first possibly gay president was James Buchanan. Well... That's I I mean I I've I bet that a few of them were prob were probably gay more than oh I mean Obama can, Sam Whitfield Sam can you tell me one hundred percent that you are you are one hundred percent straight yeah you've never looked at a man and been like damn much much to Brian's much to Brian's chagrin I am one hundred percent gay. I mean, one hundred percent straight. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, which, whichever you decide. I mean, here's the thing. I can't say I would never marry a woman. I'm, I'm out. Like I'm fairly comfortable with my sexuality. If if a woman would come up to me and she was the one, I wouldn't be like no because I like men. I would tr I would be like, you know, maybe this is the one. I don't think anybody's a hundred percent anything. My own boyfriend would say the same thing. He'd be like, "Yeah, I'm not totally gay. I, think I have a little bit of me that's straight, and I think every person has a little bit of them that's that's gay or that's straight, depending on where you are in the spectrum." I think that a lot of it has to do. 
I I don't buy this notion that people are either born gay or born straight. I think environment has a lot to do with it. So I would say instead of environment, I would say your personal um, encounters have a lot, especially in your developmental years, have right. a ton to do. Um, and then uh, Brian said that he'd fuck you, so that's fun. Yeah, Brian 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 says that every. <laughs> People, people accept me having clipped when you said I'm 100% gay. <laughs> oh, oh boy, it looks like I'm getting visited by Mike Pence. <laughs> looks like I'm gonna have to go on Daddy Mike's uh, electroshock therapy camp. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't know if he, if he remember when uh, would we. When we did this uh, at the old NGC network, but I remember one time we had a podcast where we were like all of us. Um, it's probably not up there anymore. I think it got taken down like soon after. But we did a live stream where like all of us went into watch together and watched that like one like Jesus camp and did like a Jesus camp together. Yo, real quick, I have to pee because this liquor is going right through me. I'll be back in. 30 seconds. Okay, I'll, I'll keep these savages. And, talk, and talk, talk about Jesus Camp. That's one, if you've never watched it, it might, might not be on Netflix anymore. Jesus Camp, hell of a show. Yeah, G, G, Jesus Camp, for those of you who uh, are not aware, is a, it's like an old documentary from like 2004 about like this radical, uh, like, pray the, pray the gay away crew. Christian camp, in other words, in other words, it's where uh, Owen's dad should have been sent, um, probably. So, or or blowing as we're we're calling him now. So, uh, oh, and Jolly, I I I I, lo- I love tasers. All 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 tase all tase drug dealers all day in in uh in Florida. So. Uh, the movie is called Jesus Camp, uh, Brian, uh, no, it's not rapping for Jesus, I'm, I'm going on, uh, IMDB, actually, so, okay, yeah, we, uh, (laughs) I'm back. Joy says I was at a correctional uh, Christian youth youth. Who did? Joy said I was at a correctional Christian youth ranch. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, so that's that's doubly interesting then. So, but uh, yep. Yeah, so, um, but yeah. Our, unpleasant. Yeah, that I bet. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing about whoever, like, people who run ex-gay conversion camps is the fact that, like, two years after it shut down, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm also with a man. It's like, no shit. No shit. Of course, everyone, literally everyone from the gay community who was looking at you was like, as soon as it shuts down, he's coming back out. And, of course, it always happens. It always happens. Yeah, I, I think, I think that happened to, uh, I think that's happened to to Milo. Um, 
by the way, My- Milo is Milo is a really that that whole story got weird fast. So um, the thing that I no, I'm not going to say that. The thing in terms of the culture, he wasn't totally wrong, but like, no, no, gay people don't support pedophilia. Mm-hmm. There has to be limits. And well, I mean, he's he's come out since then and said that that was like that people that that was a bit. I mean, he 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 did own up and say that that was a that that was a mistake. Um, oh, and but it also happened to him. Yeah, he's, he's talked about it on numerous podcasts. I'm surprised it finally got picked up. He because I heard it. I heard it about six months prior to when the whole thing exploded. Oh, I, and oh, that no, that. that that's... That was his life, and that was what he did, and that's how he figured out who he was. And was that correct? Well, absolutely not. Well, and the, um, the whole ironic thing too was it was the religious Christian right that um, that was the one that you know I shouldn't make this pun, but I'm going to make it anyway. Crucified him over 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 that. So, um, but yeah, then he went and did this whole like subscription podcast website which i i admit i subscribe to and then he never did anything on it so did you also did you also send money to his white privilege mm, no that, that although although he, although he although he he does he does make he, he also people don't want to want to hear this but he he does make a valid point um with this because it almost seems as if all as if all of the scholarship programs because I've looked into them, are all geared towards minorities of some sort. So Did you know that, um, um, what the hell is it called? Uh, fuck. Um, affirmative action. More affirmative action goes towards white women than any other group in the United States. Well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not real, I'm not really surprised, so. Same. And it's so funny because everyone's like, oh, if I had affirmative action, Okay, listen, if you're white, it's not that your life has always been easy. It's just marginally hasn't been as difficult as if you would be if you were black. And that's not because of anything that we've done or that the, our parents have done or even our grandparents. It really started with the zoning districts back in like the early 1900s yeah. and how they divided up the communities. That's the, that's the major basis besides the fact that what happened to slaves after they became free – they went back to the plantations and were still behind their owners, former owners, their bosses now. So, like, there's always been this discrepancy between black and white people. And and white people will be like, well, I mean, I don't have privilege. It's because you don't see the privilege you have. If I wasn't who I am, I probably wouldn't have been able to go to the same high school because my parents wouldn't have been able to afford the house that we had, which means that I probably wouldn't have been able to go to the college that I did. And if I didn't go to Penn State, I wouldn't have the life I have right now. Maybe I would be a, a scientist at this point working on the cure to cancer. Who knows? Everything, every single thing that we do in our lives has a positive and negative consequence to it. And that includes if you're white or black. It's the thing, it's the fact that if you go through your life without the major obstacles of thinking about your race, then you have privilege. It doesn't mean it benefits you financially. It doesn't mean it benefits you socially. It benefits you, well, I guess it would be socially because if you're, I have never had a run-in with a cop in which I was fearful of going to jail. And I have had three run-ins with the cops. And 
I was never like, oh, this is the time I'm going to jail. But if I was black, I might have because of how black people have been discriminated against by the police. And if you don't believe me, do a very quick Google search. Do a YouTube search. My favorite thing. Yeah, Sam, here's my favorite thing to watch on YouTube is First Amendment audits. Yeah. First Amendment audits, for those of you who don't know, is uh, when a person will um, express their First Amendment right to go film somewhere that's kind of like not totally cool like an airport or a post office or uh-huh. something where people feel uncomfortable. And it's like, no, you have no right to tell me to do anything besides what I'm doing right now. You can't talk to me because <laughs> I'm not committing a crime. I love those videos because, number one, it puts police in their place and it teaches them what the hell their job is and the fact that we work. They work for us. And then it also shows how if the person is white, the videos are shorter why is that? My only I'm not saying that there's racism in police. I'm just asking the question, what about the person's color has to do with how long the videos are? And it seems to be a fairly good correlation between the less the, the more Islamic you look, the more Middle Eastern you look or the more African you look, the more black you look or the more Asian you look, the more likely the cops are going to stop you for a longer period of time. Cop- and my other question is why? Cops, the okay, so so the whole thing with cops is interesting, and uh, I don't ever fully agree with anyone on anything mostly, but I do fully agree with Gavin McGinnis when it comes to to cops. The problem, the problem with cops, are not the cops themselves; it's with the upper echelons of the cops. The cops who are in politics, like the like the police department, the mayor, like people want to get mad at officers, and I'm not saying that there aren't that there aren't corrupt individual cops. Okay, I'm for I mean they're the for the most part, from what I've and this is actually something where where Brian and and I are gonna disagree because Brian because Brian hates cops and he's what. Most cops, I would say, are pretty good themselves. It's, it's the uh, it's the police department, the ones who set the policy that are fucked up. That we the local to... governments too. So everyone forgets the local governments during elections, but that's the biggest part that actually matters. And um, so, in, so instead of saying uh, "fuck the police," I always like to say "fuck the police's bosses." So, yep. Uh, Here's. America is not a Christian nation. No country in the world has a specific religious affiliation, except well, for the, the, no, no, except the, for the U.S. dollar. It doesn't matter what the beliefs are. Islam is extremely against violence. Like nine eleven was conducted by Muslims. Yes, of course, because they were ideologues who were extremists on their own perversions of the Quran. But if you look at the actual text. It's pretty peaceful. So, like... The hell? So, uh, but, they, but they still follow... But, like... Uh, sorry, I was drunk. Um, <laughs> what I was trying to say is... is like, uh, it, it is a huge sin to kill somebody. However, the, uh, the prince of Saudi Arabia killed that journalist without a second thought. He didn't kill them. But he hired somebody, or he had somebody. He's a mobster at this point. But he he did it not because of religion, because of money. And yeah. the bottom line of it, it was money. Everything we do is money based. 
money based. And then I want to say um, something to the chat. Um, always some fortunate uh, son preaching about privilege by Gabe. Of course, because if I was black, most people wouldn't think of a second thing that I would think about. If I if I could be like yo, somebody else, somebody of color, come and say that, it would have much less of an impact because of our society. I'm not saying that you personally, Gabe, or J Jolly Roger or whoever, would think, oh, if Jeff was black, he wouldn't. I wouldn't listen to him anymore. You might, but our society wouldn't. Our society at large, the larger percentage, more people, more white people get arrested or shot by cops than black people, of course, because we make up majority. The question isn't who is shot more. The question is by percentage who is shot more. If we are 50% of the population and we are 50% of the people who go to jail and get shot, that makes sense. Yeah, but then... But black, people, black people are like, what? Let's give a, a very liberal number and say 25% of the population in the United States, which is very liberal, then why the hell is their numbers 50 or 60% being arrested? Especially when it comes to drugs, because ever since the 80s, we've had a hard-on for no drugs in America. Why is it always the fact that black people are always arrested more? Did uh, here, Sam, we were in New York after 9-11. I we was. In New York. Well, I mean, like, in terms of the long long-term, like, stop and frisk. No. Stop and frisk didn't solve bullshit. All it did was it was arrest it, they arrested the people who they thought would have, like, drugs on them. The drug drugs were still consumed at the same level in New York City after 9-11. The only major difference was the fact that all of the black people who were selling drugs gave it to all of their white friends. And they were selling it because they weren't looking at the white people because they were able to stop and frisk anybody, but we all know it was a racist law. We all knew they were targeting people based on their physical appearance, which is unconstitutional, by the way. The, let's not talk about that because that makes it sound like the Republicans were racist. <laughs> we can't have that. I I, I I see I see what you're getting at. No, I've I've got to I've got to praise Rudy though for if if there's. If there's one thing I've got to praise Rudy for, and this hurt, this hurt, this kind of hurts me as an Italian American, and as someone whose cousin may, whose distant cousin may have been a mobster like way back when in the 30s or 40s or something, but I've got to say that the uh, the Rico statutes in the 80s were what cleaned up uh, New York City from organized crime. Now what we have to worry about with in New York City, and this is what no one wants to talk, to talk about, is the, uh, the Bratva, aka the, the Russian, uh, Brotherhood. Those fuckers are, are scared. You want to talk about crime. I so. don't think Gabe likes me, by the way. He, uh, he said now that I, I'm just telling lie after lie after lie, um, really disappointed that you, Sam, would have brought me, the snake, on air with you. Mm. Interesting. I'm a snake because I don't follow one belief system or another because I admit the fact that there is institutional racism in America, not on the individual, but as a society at large. But I also believe that you can say, as he said, um, clearly I've never been around the, the N-word with a hard R, whatever. I, I have, in fact, um, I live in a college town... College towns are, are 
pretty large with with people, especially who are international or mixed color. So I'm around a lot of people, a lot of people every single day. I don't know. You probably have never even heard of Social 19. This is 750 person class, and it's of a mixed people, a mix of races. Most of them being white because Penn State's a mostly white institution. It's a PW. Um, by the way, I'm a predominantly I'm, white institution, which is fine, but it's just like, I have been around these people, and I don't think that most of them are committing crimes. I think they're being caught doing more crimes, although, especially if you specifically look at drugs, which is the number one reason cops arrest people, that they break the law, because I smelled marijuana in your car. Do you have it? No? Oh, well, I'm going to search you anyway. Most people that get that are, are black or brown. By that's the not way, that's not a a thing that I'm saying is my opinion. That's statistical fact. By the way, I've I've got to uh, I've got to say this foul ball. We have a fa- we have a foul ball. Okay, so I'll, I'll explain what I'll explain what foul ball balls are. So you just gave me a uh, you just gave me a, a down vote. So uh, oh. I'm re- I really wish that Brian wasn't so thin-skinned, the fact that you have somebody who may disagree with him, and he can't actually listen to my opinion without saying that, no, um, that no. I never lived with, I, I've never been around ghetto N-words because I'm fucking stupid. No, that's not Brian. I don't think that's Brian. That's, uh... That was my downvote. I think that was... <laughs> I think that was Gabe that, da- that downvoted. So, which... which oh, uh, sorry, Gabe, not, not the other guy. No, nah, bro. No, nah, bro. Brian, Brian's kind of Brian's kind of the ring, the ringleader. So, which by by the way though, I I, I guarantee you if uh, if Blo- if Owen Benjamin, aka Blonde Benjamin, were on here, he would he would be flipping out with, right now if he if he heard if he heard you. Uh, oh, I you know what I'm gonna do? If whoever Brian or any other person wants to actually have a conversation, not debate. I'm not trying to prove anyone wrong. I ask questions, and then I give you statistical fact around it. Well, if your personal if your personal experiences differ from what I'm saying, that's cool because that was on the individuals that you lived with. That's not society at large. I don't care what one person believes. We can have a conversation about what one person believes, but I'm not going to talk about hypotheticals and large numbers unless if I'm talking about all of society. Well, that's why I love having. Uh this is why I love podcasting just as a format in general, especially long form, because the, the one thing that I've really done for the past two years, ever since I've relaunched this, is um, I really try and uh, have people of differing viewpoints. Now, some of them I uh, agree with, some of them I disagree agree with. I mean, look, I got... I got um, a bunch of flack because I invited on uh, a Richard, one of Richard Spencer's uh, fanboys, um, a while really? back. I don't necessarily agree with what Richard Spencer or, or uh, I guess any of the any of his uh, elk preach, but. Uh, I think Brian Brian said that I would get a, I would have gotten robbed in the neighborhood that he's lived in. Maybe. Prob- probably not. Pro- well, 
Where was? Do you know where he like what areas of the country he's lived in? It, well, he he's in. Uh, I mean, Brian, I I don't want I don't want to dox you, but uh, the state, and okay. I will guess the biggest city, even if it's not the correct Arizona. Okay, well then, maybe Brian. maybe I would have been maybe I would have been have I ever been to to jail? No. Because I've never done any. Because here's the thing. Here's the reason why not. Brian, because I okay. have. Brian go is ahead, a, go ahead. Brian is our resident Joey Diaz, but oh. but, <laughs> but totally understood. By oh. the way, so he, he he's like he's like a white Joey Diaz. But by, by the is way, he, is he also the one that hates cops? I forget which one. Yeah, he, yeah, he. Yeah, it's we would, Brian and I see we you and I would definitely agree on how you should treat cops. I don't hate cops per se. However, I hate the fact that they take away our freedom because they're the police and they can. Uh, you need to give me your ID. The fuck I do. The Sam, do you need to give your ID if a cop randomly stops you and they don't give you a reason? No, but but believe me, I, I've got I've gotten I've gotten harassed by by campus. I've gotten harassed by campus security acne like cops. That that's 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 the worst. <laughs> We're the same age asshole. <laughs> that no that that is that is the that is the worst thing is when uh is is when campus security uh gets on, on your house and they start acting like cops and then you like then you start questioning them about, about like lo- different laws and statutes and they're like, uh, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, you're not, you're, exactly. n- I'm like, yeah, you're not a cop. When I when I when I know about about when I know more about police procedure procedure than you do, yeah, maybe I maybe I should be carrying that fucking badge instead of. <laughs> that, that, There's so many police that don't know the law. That's the problem. That's well, the problem. Even, and we allow well, them to continue working in their jobs. Well, even what I'm just—I'm not even talking official cops. I'm just talking like wannabe, like Camp. run, yeah, run, run a t- cops exactly. Yeah, run. <laughs> fucking Paul Blart's coming over to arrest you. <laughs> Get out of my face! <laughs> the 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 wor- the the worst thing, and I I know you've heard about rant about this before because I used to do all the time when you were co-hosting was. Uh, Fucking TSA, the those those fuckers could not could not detect a uh, an atom bomb if it went through there. The the TSA have sub zero terrorist attacks. It's proven they can't even stop. They don't even care if you bring weed across state lines. I know for a fact because a TSA agent told the um, podcast that I was listening to. I mean, maybe not every TSA agent's the same way, but they're like. We don't care. The TSA literally—they don't care. They're just getting paid. That's all they're there for. Except they—they uh, they did confiscate my mom's uh, honey f- from California because oh my god, it was over—it was over three. It was—it was raw organic honey that she got in California. And they confiscated it because that was during that absurd period where they confiscated shit over like you know three ounces. So oh my god. It's over three ounces. We better confiscate this honey because, God forbid, it might make the plane like <laughs> sticky. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we might we might slow down a quarter of a knot because of the fact that it's on here. Yo, can I tell you a story about a friend of mine? Sure. 
so he's originally, I'm not going to say his name because he had weed on him, but I mean, it doesn't really matter. He's originally from China, and he's a foreign exchange student who, who came to the university that I went to, and I became friends with him. Um, he, he went to North Korea, and I could tell you that story, too. But oh he was telling me about a time that he went to, um, he was in Germany, and he was flying from Berlin back to, to D.C., and he um, he hit a bunch of weed and like marble cigarettes. Like he made spliffs and just you know, stuck it in there or whatever. He was terrified to go into the plane. So he he's going through security. He gets through like the the initial stages. He's about to board his his flight, and a, a German police officer comes up to him and he's like, "Hi, um, we found something in your baggage." And he's like, "Shit, shit, shit! <laughs> like I don't want to go to German jail." The, the cop then pulled out a switchblade and he was like it's not mine it's not mine <laughs> it was his friends <laughs> so it was it was perfect because because they were like this this violates uh, German law you can't take this internationally you can't take a switchblade onto a plane and he was like thank God they didn't find my weed they found my my friend's knife um, when he went to North Korea I'm not kidding you it is exactly what we think about it those people are so indoctrinated. He was like, the streets there are so clean because no one owns a car. There are mission. There, I'm pretty sure North Korea is the greenest country in the world because everyone rides bikes or walks around. Um, they went to a park, and at the park there was. Um, I was. He <laughs> was like the guy was explaining to us the tour guide because he, he's from China. So people in China, since they're communists, they're not communists. They can go to North Korea without an issue. And so um, him and his dad went to North Korea with fake IDs because their real IDs had green cards to the United States, and they were like, we don't want to get caught with that. Um, so they go to this park, and the guy was saying, like, this park is the greatest park in the world. He was like, dude, it was literally like the park next to my apartment. It wasn't fancy at all, but that was their big park. There was a family, and they were all dressed up in suits and dresses, and they were walking around the park. There were kids that were playing, and there were kids on the swing sets and all this stuff. He had to go to the bathroom. He leaves the bathroom, and he sees two girls that are North Korean, and they're shooting BB guns, right? But there's nothing in the BB guns. But they look like they're having so much fun. He's like, oh, my God. They have no idea what a BB gun actually is. They're holding them, but they've never shot a BB gun before. He saw old people doing yoga. When he left the bathroom, he looked, and you could see barely across the field where the people that were doing yoga, all old people, they were standing, waiting for somebody to walk around to start doing their poses. He saw that family that was walking around the park. <laughs> they were doing endless circles because they had to. Mm. It was crazy. It's insane. They went to a, a, a restaurant towards the end of their tour, in which the uh, the guy was they, they bring in, it's kind of like a old family style restaurant where they bring a bunch of the food out to you. Uh, they were so and they they brought this beer for them to try. They're like, this is a, a a North Korean beer. He said it was so old that the entire label was white because it was so old that nobody wow. drank it because you're not allowed to drink it. That it was faded. It was all faded. He said that it was, it was so old that him and his dad had two beers and were hammered to the point where his dad was. They were sitting next to the to the tour guide, and the guy was. Um, his dad said, "Cheers, son," in English, and did a cheer. 
he was like, oh, shit, they're going to know that we're American. And the guy looks over at him and he goes, oh, Mr. Enter Asian name here. Oh, Mr. So-and-so, you speak English. And they both were sweating bullets because they were like, if they realize that we have any connections to the U.S., fucked. And he said, don't worry. We speak English here, too, in North Korea. The guy, by the way, the tour guide, made $20 every six months. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. When he was telling me his story, I was like, holy shit. This is an insane story. And it was North Korea. It was exactly what we think. There were zero billboards. There was no advertising of anything. It was so... It was literally the utopia that Russia was trying to construct. And everyone there was starving. They had to... Yo, the entire time they were on this bus through North Korea, they had to put their window shades down. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard of that. They're not allowed to look outside. And the reason is because they want you to pay attention to the tour guide. It's because they don't want you to see the extreme poverty... And right. take you to the place that actually has something. It's ins—it's insane. Communism doesn't work. So no. whoever says that I'm a socialist or I'm a communist, which people tell me on Social 19's YouTube channel all the time, me and my boss, who's, by the way, also a libertarian, no, we're not. It doesn't work. It doesn't ever work. It's never worked. No, and no, and no, and... No, and it never it never will work. And by, and by the way, Jesus was not a communist either. That, that's he also wasn't white. No, he no he he, he was Middle Eastern. Well, okay, blame blame the blame the Catholic Church. The Italians did that. Yeah. So exactly. Well, when, once again, sorry us. Ita- okay, I'm 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 only half I'm only half Italian, so I'm only half apologizing. So. I am, according to my family, 0%. Here's the funny thing about my heritage. I'm German, Irish, and Polish, which you can't get any whiter than that, unless if you're Swedish or something. But I someone in my family had an affair. That's all I'm saying. Probably Italian, maybe North African. By the way, North Africans and uh, Italians share the same genetic code. Right, so yeah, really funny yeah. Whenever I, whenever I hear somebody who's Italian, they're like, fuck black people. <laughs> like, you're like... 80% black. <laughs> I'm I'm half a nigger, so... <laughs> I think you can only say n- and then you have to stop because you're only half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a... I'm a near, so... Exactly. So, no, I... I, uh... No, the, uh... It's fun... It's funny, though. The, the thing about, um... The funny thing at North North Korea, it's well, it's 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 not funny. It's 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 sad and you know, it's pathetic. pathetic. Exactly, it's pathetic. Um, I've been watching the show called The Americans, which uh, I got turned on to it by our friends. Um, it's on. Do you have Amazon Prime? Uh, my dad does. So yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's on. It's on Prime. Um, What's it called? The Americans. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's it's got it's got six seasons. Uh, but it's about um, it's a really good show. It's about um, two Soviet spies who pose as Americans, um, as like an American couple with a family during the nineteen eighties, and it flashes back like to the sixties. And anyway, though, it's interesting because. 
it shows how, like, in the beginning, there are total diehard communists trying to infiltrate the U.S., and then slowly but surely, they're, they're both kind of like, you know what? Things aren't so bad here. Like, we have running water. We have, you know, electricity. Like, I, like, and they, they run, uh. Yo, I'll be right back. Let's oh, okay. So, they, um, yeah, The Americans is, is a good, is a good show, folks, because, um. It really shows the difference between communism, like actual communism, not made up Owen Benjamin. Everyone who doesn't agree with me is a is a communist um, type thing. But it, it shows the difference between basically Reagan's America and uh, pre Gorbachev Russia, which is pretty good. So. Uh, anyway, so, what's up with you guys in the, uh, in the DZ? I'm, I'm surprised that, I'm surprised that Ultra, uh, Mega Nacho hasn't shown up yet in the, uh, in the chat. He's usually, uh, in here by now, so. Also, I wonder if, uh, Kana is showing his face, so, but, uh, so, yeah, about, about 98% of our genes are shared with chimpanzees, oh, Joel, you, you had, you had to turn this into, into the, into Joe Rogan by talking about chimps, so, but, uh, Anyway, we also share like ninety eight percent of our genetic trees, but. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking. <laughs> <Anne> Arbor Day. <laughs> speaking of uh, TV shows, you're the one who turned me on to Game of, to Game of Thrones as well. So... Are you Are you caught up? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I've been I've been caught up. So Dude, how many? How many? Let me ask you this: How many times have you watched this? Uh, the whole way through. How many times have you watched the series? Twi- three times. I know I'm I'm behind. So no, I'm I'm three times too. I literally um I got my boyfriend to start watching it. He stopped around season five because he just didn't have the time to continue watching it. I'm like, that's why you make sacrifices. So, you make sacrifices for game Game of Thrones is my number one favorite show. That, period. Ever. That, that's how I feel about. That's how I feel about. Uh, Game of Thrones and then Homeland too is absolutely fantastic. Um, but yeah, th- no, dude. That, what are you watching now? Um, I, well, I'm watching. I'm watching The Americans right now. I'm finishing season two. Ha- that's another one that Hausen turned me off. Oh yeah. To, so um, shout out to Mrs. Hausen. Yes, on Instagram, a, and we talk a, fairly frequently. A, a, a official Mrs. Mrs. Hausen. So. Um, so, yeah, um, but, yeah. So you're you're watching The Americans mostly right now? I'm watching The Americans, I'm watching Homeland, so, well, well, this semester in school I was taking an 80s film study class, so I was watching, I was watching a whole bunch of, I watched, I watched Die Hard for, like, the fifth or sixth time, um, 
I think if you look at my Netflix queue, you'd probably throw up because there's like eight classic movies that I've been on my list for six to seven months at this point. Never got around to it. Hey, Scarface. I, and, hold on, let me, I'm actually going to enter my Netflix queue right now. I, I've I've only. Hey, man, th- I don't blame you. There are a bunch of movies. There are a bunch of classic movies in my Netflix queue that that I. There are, there's just a bunch of Netflix stuff in general that I haven't gotten around to just because I haven't had time to get around to this stuff, so. Um, I just finished watching the second season of Riverdale. It's, it's okay. It's good. I like I, it. I can't... So, is that like... That's like a, that's like a dramatized version of Archie, right? Like, in a soap opera... It's really like the first seasons of modern day Romeo versus Juliet kind of thing with the murder mystery connection, and then the second season. But is it totally is based off the. But it is based off the of the Archie like of that really goofy comic book, right? I think it is, and the, I mean they keep the same names and. Yeah, so yeah, so it's like art. It's like Archie if it, if it's serious. The, the have you ever watched Narcos? Oh, dude. Thank you for bringing that up. I, I just I watched the uh, I watched the la- I watched the uh, the first two seasons of Narcos, and I, I and then I'm like, I that's I'm, all you really need to watch. Well, I'm the first like, two seasons are about uh, Pablo Escobar, fantastic. Well, especially if you're living in Florida, like if you want, <laughs> like you are, if if. if <laughs> If you want to know why Miami became the like the cocaine, uh, you know, capital of America during the 1980s, uh, narcos basically. Um, I I had to I had to stop after two see season. I'm gonna go like in season three, but like, do you ever like? Have you watched? Well, with with narcos, I'm like, holy shit! Those first two seasons were like. So intense that I need like a. I watch That I need like a break from it. So and then my. And Sorry, then, we're breaking up a little bit. Oh, what I, what I was saying is I'm I was like, uh, the first two seasons of Narcos were so intense that I'm like I need a break from this before I go into like season three. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I'm to, I'm told now that I need. Yep. I need to go watch uh, Narcos Mexico. So I've watched, I think, the first episode four times, and I've fallen asleep every single time. Dude, dude, the, those shows are those shows are long too, though. They're so long. Um, random question: How far are you from Zephyr Hills? Uh, like an hour or two or something. Pro- probably like two hours. I I would say. <laughs> That's where my uh, grandparents spend the entirety of the winter. Someday I'm going to go to Lake Wales, though. My friend uh, teaches a paramotor class out of Lake Wales. I'm totally going there, and if it's over the winter, I'm going to go to my grandparents, and then I'm going to go to you. Awesome! I'll 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 text you my ad- I'll I'll text you my address. Uh, Hell yeah, dude! Obviously, I don't want I obviously I don't want to say even though people can. Pro- People can probably find me easily enough if they want to, but um, <laughs> but we all we all know that uh, 
we all know that the NSA knows where we're at. Oh, I mean the NSA. The Dude, my my phone. I have a I have a superior phone. I'm sorry, I said I meant Android. Um, so <laughs> every time the only thing I hate about having like a Google affiliated phone is that every time I leave somewhere, it always asks me for my like Yelp review or my you know technically Google review. Of that yeah, phone. yeah. Hate it. Well, I no. hate it so much. Well, no, fa- well, no, Facebook just does that like automatically now. Like, it, if you, if they're like, hey, hey, we noticed that you checked into so and so. You know, do you want to leave a review? And it's it's like places I've never been to too. And it's like <laughs> my favorite's a strip mall. And then whenever they get it wrong, I'm like, yeah, I was definitely at Babies R Us. Of course I was. <laughs> The, Never set foot in a fucking store ever. The weirdest one is like is like uh, I I when I was going back to Denver, I had to fly it to to go through like Dallas, and I I was there for like one hour in the airport, and and it's like we would like to know your experience in Dallas. I'm like the airport. I'm like the airport was clean. The bath <laughs> the bathrooms are good. <laughs> so. Yo, I, so, I really, we need to set, like, a summer plan to go to, like, Denver, or even if it's not to your dad's house, to, like, Colorado Springs, or, I have friends in Denver, like, we can just, I just want to go to Denver so damn bad. Totally, well, I want to go to, uh, I want to go to Ohio, I know that there's nothing special out there in Ohio, sorry, man. The only good thing about Ohio is the fact that they sell their liquor and beer at Gas stations. That's the only good thing. Oh, they oh they do that here though too in Florida. Oh yeah. So oh no, Pennsylvania is approximately sixty five years behind any liquor law, so you have to go to a store um, that is specifically a beer distributor or a, a wine and spirits. However, they have currently some gas stations like Sheets and uh, Wawa and stuff. They're allowed to sell some beer and wine, no liquor. We have we have Wawa here. I I, I love, oh yeah. I I love I love Wawa. When I when I was like when I when I heard they, that they sell food, I'm like okay. they sell really supposedly good food. I'm a Sheets person through and through. I love Sheets. I love Sheets so much. Never never heard of Sheets. It, it's so Pennsylvania was actually divided into three major districts for gas stations and uh, convenience stores. Uh, Sheets, Wawa, and then something called Turkey Hill. The second biggest distribu- uh, distribution center for uh, Turkey Hill, besides Lancaster County, is is uh, some town, so like Vail, Colorado or something. You can get Turkey Hill iced tea and ice cream there for some reason. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, what's really weird is when I went back to Colorado last, well, I mean, I've been back to Colorado like, two or three times now, so it's not as weird as, but, like, the first time I, w- I was, because when, okay, because when I left, Cardo had just legalized marijuana, like, my senior year, but it wasn't in effect yet, it wasn't going to be in effect until 2014, by which, at point, I was already living here, so when I went back, and I saw these pot shops, and, like, in areas that, like, Okay, there used to be like a Pier One Imports, which is like a yeah. yeah I know Pier One Imports is what? yeah. There, there's a okay where there used to be there used to be a Pier One Imports by my house, by my old house in Denver. 
that's now like a marijuana store. So and just like and just like seeing that like oh my god that used to be a pure one imports like you know it was like something that you would never ever expect to like get turned into a marijuana dispensary. So I'm sure I'm sure you this is an assumption. I'm assuming you're pro cannabis legalization. Oh, I oh I, I I totally am. So, dude, I mean I think I think at this point if you're not you don't understand economics, you don't understand the plant, and you don't understand what the hell heroin is. So, I mean, right. at this point, I I literally I think whoever our next president is, if it's Trump again, or if it's someone else, we will during their uh, during their administration. Trump guaranteed. Trump Trump, said, Trump can't. Trump. I was going to say he can't not say weed is good for the United States because how many billions of dollars are we going to take into local, just local economies. Like, all of our schools can get better. Our roads can get better. Everything can get better because we're taxing this plant that people are still buying on the streets. So what, 75% of Americans, if not 80% of Americans have, been, have admitted to smoking weed? Like, make it legal. Tax the shit out of it. Trump, Trump actually said, said independently, and I say independently because obviously you know, he's the president, things have changed a little bit. But I remember when he was candidate Trump, he said that he was very, that he was, like, actually okay with marijuana legalization. I mean, he, he's a business, he's a businessman, so he understands the economics of of this, and, he real, and he's from New York, so he, I mean, the thing about Trump is, he, Trump himself is a libertarian, um, you know, pretty... Pretty much, I think. I mean, he's the thing that people don't realize is he ran on like both parties before, um, like way back when. I mean, like he he ran in that oh another foul ball. So who just uh, now we've got two dislikes. Okay, we've got we've got four we've got four likes and two dislikes. Hey, at least five <laughs> five likes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it takes a little bit for the for the broadcasting software to uh, to to do this. Um, but um, Josh, what numbers specifically? The cannabis ones, or I mean, sixty-two percent oh. of Americans support marijuana legalization at most levels, if not all, and seventy-four percent of millennials. So, I mean, if it doesn't become legal during the ba- the baby boomers' lifetime, it'll become legal for sure. Although it's, I mean, been legal since all of time until the 1940s when they started going after drugs because of Mexicans. But we won't talk about the reason we call marijuana marijuana and not cannabis, which is the English word for the plant, and marijuana is the Spanish word for the plant, uh, for the for the um, plant because of institutional racism against Mexicans in the 1940s. So, yeah. You want to know why why there why there's still such a holdout? Uh... Towards well, towards marijuana legalization, in my opinion, at least. Go for it. Go for it's, it. Uh, What's it, that? I, I I mean I know this is going to sound overly simplified, and that's because it is. But big fucking pharma, big pharma. That that's literally all it is. So, and if you guys can hear what I said as I leaned in super close to my microphone, it's big pharma and basically the pharmaceutical 
Giants. This is what that... And paper. Yeah. Pa- oh, yeah, big paper. Paper, too. So all, so all of those times you thought that Dunder Mifflin uh, from, <laughs> from The Office was actually like a, you know, just like a silly, uh, you know... Just like a just like a silly paper company where a comedy hijinks ensued, it, Michael Scott was really an evil uh, paper conglomerate opposed to the legalization of marijuana. Of marijuana, no, but but I mean, literally. If I mean, I've I've done re I've done research. I mean, I I've I've smoked marijuana a couple times. Which oh my god, I I, I know. I, 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 I have never. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, uh, well, uh, you know, I, uh. <laughs> Sorry, that just killed me when you said, oh, yeah. This uh, killed me. I, I, I definitely, uh. I, it's. You've- it's, Never mind. I'm not gonna say anything. Oh, oh no! Feel free to go ahead and say whatever. It, it's it's bad that we it's bad that we smoke weed, but God forbid someone wants to get addicted to painkillers and ruin their life. That's fucking okay. My, my dad um, had a real bad car accident. This is 15 years ago or something, like a long time ago. He got into a real bad car accident. And he had surgery on his back. And after his surgery, they gave him um, oxycotton. He took a week's worth of pills. He had, like, two months' worth of a prescription. He took a week, stopped taking it, totally switched to, like, Advil and ibuprofen, and he was, and he had withdrawal symptoms for a week of taking opioids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, there, there are certainly... There are certainly times where painkillers and whatnot are appropriate to use no doubt totally and and especially if we actually start looking at um the dosages and the amount of pills that we the prescription level that we give people it'll be totally different if we would actually give people um smaller versions especially of non um addictive versions of painkillers and and maybe had their prescription to be two weeks rather than two months this wouldn't even be a debate. Yeah, well, well, my point, my point being is more people, uh, more people get addicted to pharmaceutical drugs, and and then end up switching to the illegal stuff as a result. Like my friend, so uh, yeah, my my friend. So my friend Brandon, uh, shout out to Brandon Foles who lives in Denver now. He. Uh, he has a friend when he lived here uh, in Florida. One of his friends, um, one of his friend's sister was like in a really bad car accident. Also was on painkillers. Uh, got hooked on it. Her insurance stopped covering the painkillers, so she went into heroin and uh, ended up dying. Uh, so she was, and she was another one of those uh, black. You know, over OD. You want to you want to talk about you know raise in terms of drug use too. I mean, because it's, it's so fucking cheap, dude. I, I have one. 
I've heard one a person who has died from cannabis use, and it was because it had fentanyl in it. Right. Yeah. No. Fentanyl, people. Well, that. Well, so that's another reason why marijuana legalization is good because if the if, that is one thing where if the government regulates it, at least they'll be able to control you know what goes, what goes in, and make sure that there's fentanyl, not. Fentanyl is so fucking crazy. You you can't even imagine how much fentanyl can go into heroin and that'll kill you. If you're thinking of like, oh, it's 2%, you're thinking super, it's like 0.5% of your dosage can be fentanyl, and you'll still die. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, that's what, um, I, I mean, I believe that's what killed Keith Moon, the drummer from, from The Who, was, uh, was a heroin o- overdose, so, um, I'm pretty sure Eric will chime in and either confirm or deny or deny that one for me. So. Yeah, by the way, shout out to Darnisha. Darnisha has been a student of mine for two semesters now, and she's going to go to her third. Hi, Darnisha. Oh, nice for you to join me. Welcome. Thanks to the... Uh, welcome to the uh, Whitfield Report, a.k.a. the uh, Anthony Cumia Light. So be prepared, <laughs> be prepared for this to be super politically incorrect and super politically uh, uncensored, <laughs> so that's why you too. Have me. So. <laughs> that's why you have me. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, you, you and I, you and I curse and whatnot too. So. Yeah, and we. Here's but. the thing: for anybody who's watching who thinks that, like, oh, Sam and Jeff are totally disagreeing on anything, you haven't been listening to the show. First of all, second of all, we're really good friends. Sam and I, we could literally, if he was pro, super pro life, and I'm super, I'm, I'm not even pro choice. I'm pro goddamn abortion at this point. Like, if that's how we stood, Sam and I would still have a, a civil conversation. Oh yeah, we we. We, totally would. we would leave the conversation being like, God, that guy is so stupid. But we wouldn't say it. <laughs> or, 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 or I would say, God, God. Sorry, I, it's been three now going on to four semesters. My apologies, Arnisha. God, I, I would say, God, that guy is so stupid, but fuck, I love him. So That's why we're not official gay lovers. Okay, not, okay. <laughs> I, I I feel like I always need to claw. One hundred percent gay. It, it it's more it's more of like it's more of like a bro, it's more of like a bromance like that type of love. So. <laughs> oh god, god, you 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 gay guys. All 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 I have to say is the word of love, and you ought not to be like, well, I'm not in, I'm not into you, or you know, right. or no, I, I'm no, I just kid, kid so, um. <laughs> But no, th- again, this is this is why I love um, podcasting and and long and long form stuff. If if we were on uh, if we were on TV, we we first off, I don't think they would even allow us to go this you long. Be on like Comedy Central post ten p.m. We would have to be post ten p.m. Well, but then but then we would also be taking like commercial breaks every five ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably less. So that's that's why that's that's why I hate. Like I love going to college football games. I mean, like yeah, it, it helps that I'm the second biggest university for college football stadium. But like, I love I hate watching football on TV because there's like okay, they just made a first down. We'll be back right after the break. It's, I don't care about the advertising, but that's how they make money, right? No, and that's that's why. 
that I always say, by the way, with nine likes. That's why I always say awesome. the official the official religion of every country in the world is the U.S. dollar. That's the only god that we worship is the U.S. fucking dollar bill. Please, uh, please hit that subscribe button too if you would be so so kind. We're, I'm trying, I'm trying to break a hundred tonight so I can finally name my channel because YouTube got rid of that stupid. They made like a stupid rule that. You have to have like hundred subscribers before you can enter in like a UR URL. So, um, but uh, yeah, the so uh, Donisha, my my podcast is mainly just me uh, ranting together in a in a room. <laughs> Mo most, yes, me. Mostly, uh, mostly on my own. So, and then and then I'll have I'll have I'll, I will have guests. So. Uh, a little bit of background on me. I'm a, uh, I don't really want to say I'm a political commentator because I talk way more about just politics now. I'm more, I'm more of like a, a social and cultural commentator. Uh, Jeff and I used to be on a podcast network together, uh, what seems like a long time ago. So, um, now, and now he and I, you know, we, we talk whenever we, we can, and, uh, so, dude, you, you, you should do a, you should, I mean, obviously I know you don't have fucking time, but you sh you should do a podcast of your own, or something. Dude, I'm or totally, something. I'm, I'm thinking about it so much right now. Uh, a friend of mine from Canada, Drew, and I are constantly talking about politics between the two countries that we live in, um, and the, the more we talk, the more I want to move to Canada because Canada seems to be the home of democracy at this point because, I mean, they've legalized more things. Like, they've allowed people to make their own decisions faster than the United States has. But regardless, I want to have... I'm thinking about doing a podcast with him. And just so you know, I won't be wearing these headphones with this microphone. I have a nice uh, SM7B waiting for me in my office, but it's not here right now. Yeah, I would... I would Yo, my dr my dream for podcasting right now would be you, me, Eric, and Drew. What bullshitting the entire two hour podcast, whatever we would do per month or whatever. We 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 could we could we could totally do that, and we could host it on Anchor and monetize ties it too. Totally. So yeah, I mean Anchor. Plus you're on you're on Spotify, dude. You know how I use Spotify so much. The fact that I just had to look up your name and I found your 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 podcast, I was shocked, and the, and it's amazing because it's going to make me want to listen to it more because I use Spotify all the time. Oh yeah, I was actually going to DM to met to text you about that. Like oh by the so the nice thing about Anchor is once you upload the audio of like whatever, I'll, I'll rip the uh, I'll rip I'll rip the audio from this stream. The nice thing about Anchor is you can is. Okay, the way the way I explain anchors is it's basically like really like YouTube for audio podcast now. You just upload the files, you can basically gets distributed everywhere now. Like basically all all of the major platforms where you have where uh, people go to listen to podcasts, like I'm on. Uh except for SoundCloud, although people don't really go on SoundCloud for podcasts anymore. Which is actually good because their interface for podcasts has always kind of sucked. So, um, but yeah, like, like I, yeah, like I, so it's interesting because 
Apple, Apple Podcasts is still primarily my most downloaded, uh, uh, I guess, podcast aggregator, where my show gets downloaded the most. But Spotify is catching up. Like, it's, it's now my second place, and I like Spotify, even though I have Apple Music, so... I know. Well, well, you you know me. I'm, I have an I have an Android, so I can't have Apple Music. So I told the thing about the the main debate between those two streaming services is who you have as a phone. If right. you have Apple Music, totally understand. If you have if you have an iPhone, I totally understand why you have Apple Music. Except my one friend always says that like he he hates playlists and he just likes to listen to the music he wants to listen to. Totally understood. I like it because of the fact that I could find new music that I have never listened to. And that's the reason why I like Spotify. Everyone has their preference. And podcasting has a ton of podcasts now, including right. yours. And, and I love that because it will keep where my place was and I can go back to it and stream it. And it's great. It's fantastic. Here, here's the thing about the whole thing with uh, op- about the whole debate between, you know, Apple and Android and whatnot. I don't, I don't really hate Android as much as you know some like Apple people do um, you know it, it it works better for some people who totally want to customize all their stuff um, so I just tend to like the uh, you know how everything is streamlined with Apple and you know that's that's okay. the, the one the one thing I don't really get though is uh amazon because now they have the whole thing with like amazon music and amazon kindle and so that that is the one ecosystem that is a little weird to me between i guess the big three so um oh speaking of tech so what do you think of facebook and twitter and all like people are saying they should be regulated uh the less regulation, the better. I think that's a pretty conservative value. Yeah, I mean, but I, but you would be surprised. I actually, I actually do think that Facebook should. First of all, I think Facebook has way too much power. Um, so well, I mean, that also goes down to the to the market. If a lot of people think that Facebook is really like aggregating their people towards more democratic values, meaning like the Democratic Party, not Democratic meaning like democracy, right. um, go to somewhere else. But there's nowhere else to go. So make something else and get yourself heard. I, Facebook, Facebook, I'm, I'm, I'm not so knowledgeable of, but I know for Google because they've been having their, their uh, congressional um, meetings publicized on YouTube or whatever. Um, YouTube is super middle of the ground. Like really super middle. Yeah, they yeah they actually are. Like most conservatives say say that they aren't. But I mean, I I certainly think that their algorithms can be biased a little bit. I don't think that that's. Totally. I don't think that that's necessarily intentional though. Um, right. I think it's off of the algorithm, off of their majority of people. Most people on YouTube are most likely liberal because they're millennials and they're most likely male, so they're going to have their demographics point towards more conservative male opinions or videos. Well, and the, well, and then I think you get podcasts just like 
Joe Rogan and Adam Carolla and myself. I well, guess. For, for Joe Rogan, the thing I love about him is the fact that he'll have a person on his show he completely disagrees with but has a conversation. Like, right. my favorite episode of Joe Rogan is 100% 9-11, episode 9-11, because that's the episode with Joey Diaz and Alex Jones. Because he's like, people always tell me that Alex Jones is so crazy. He's my friend. I don't care what he has yeah. to say. He's my friend. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I think, uh, I think episode nine eleven that didn't have Joey Diaz that had the other guy, the, uh, the, Joey, hold on, I'm going to Google it. That, that was, that was, uh, that also shows what a goof out. Uh, Eddie Bravo, that's what yeah, I'm Eddie, Eddie I'm Bravo. sorry, uh, Diaz, I'm thinking of Eddie Bravo. Now, um, I, uh, my favorite interview was that Rogan did this year was the Elon Musk inter- interview that he... Oh my god, and he took one hit of a, a joint and everyone's <laughs> blowing up. His stock crashed because I, he had a hit of a joint? Are you? I know, yeah. I, I, I actually I actually went... Uh, I, if you look up the... Uh, I think I did an episode of... So I do a live stream podcast on Saturday, which is what this is, and then I upload the audio, and then... I don't know if you saw. I also do like a Thursday audio only podcast too. That's the one I watched for your graduation. Um. Oh yeah. So, so you got to hear my little rant about how valedictorian speeches are fucking overrated, which and awful. Yeah, which they've. Yeah, how was how was the marching band or <laughs> your college they, band? They weren't. They weren't bad. The band was actually. <laughs> it was about what I thought. The band was actually good. Yeah. But it was just like even even the even the counselor was like helping me get up. They were like, okay, there's there's like twenty more minutes. This was like after everyone went, went through their name, and they're, and they're like, okay, there's twenty more minutes of of bullshit, and then and then you you guys can go. We actually got done with the ceremony at like nine thirty, so it wasn't as bad as. When did it start? Eight thirty, nine o'clock, or seven o'clock? It, it start yeah. It started at seven. Like it ended around. Wow. It, it ended around nine fifteen. The thing is, though, it was like they they okay. So they were finally saying that it was going to be like from seven to ten p.m. And my mom was like, "That's insane. I've got to work in in the in the morning." Well, and then plus the fact that it was at night too. Uh, yeah, I got to pee again. So, <laughs> hey man, to, I, admi- to YouTube administrator goes to PBRB. True life. I uh yeah I. I understand that. Yeah. So for those of you on YouTube who uh, aren't subscribed to the audio podcast, most of you are, I'm assuming. You should. Thursday is mainly my, uh, I mean, let's be honest. This whole podcast is mainly my rant, but like the Thursday podcast is more like a personal journal uh, type thing that I'll do that's audio only. Um, so I, I rant about things, and so this last one, I, I ranted about graduation day and how I think valedictorian speeches are stupid because basically everyone, everyone in college mostly goes through the same program. The only thing that differentiates, you know, valedictorians from the rest of the people is their GPA, so 
there's no reason for um, for valedictorians in my mind to be able. I'm not saying that they haven't worked hard, but I think the speeches that they write when they're 15 minutes long, there's no reason for that. I think that's stupid. Um, so, uh, oh, cookie. I'm like, it's that non cookie. <laughs> yum. This this, this this segment of the show is sponsored by chocolate chip cookies. So, um, mm. no, I I was just I was just kind of recapping for for people how I mean basically I think valedictorian speeches it's not that they're bad I just think that some of these people get up there and talk a little long. So it's like we all. We all went through the same program, and my overall point is no one in, in, in 15 years is going to be like, wow, that guy's valedictorian speech is so, has inspired me to this day. It impacted my life greatly. In no, fact, no. I, I think I told the story of the valedictorian in my high school ended up like dropping out of college because he never... Okay, yeah. So the valedict so one of the one of one of the valedictorians in my high school who went up there and did like a whole speech. He went to uh, he went to see you, Boulder. I I think it was, which is a major party school in Colorado. It's one of the top party schools in Colorado and the United States to begin with. Um, see you, Boulder is always on that list. Thank you, Darnisha Max. Five minute speeches, exactly. Max, so the the guy at my high school goes up and gives like this, basically twenty minute, fifteen to twenty minute speech about his about his entire academic career, and does this whole like inspirational like, we should all like in ninth grade I took calculus five. Okay, cool. Get the fuck get off the stage, dude. I don't care. <laughs> so, so basically, he he goes on like the he goes on like this whole thing how he was involved in the student senate and so my 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 point though being is like all this magnificent stuff that he did in high school he basically like he basically became a stoner in college and not like not like a productive sto stoner or anything like like you, you mean you mean a pothead yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, there's he, a huge difference between a pothead and a stoner. Yeah, a pothead completely gives up on all of their aspirations and just smokes weed. A yeah. stoner studies really fucking hard so that at the end of the night they can smoke weed. <laughs> like, yeah. So basically, this so basically became this this guy became a a pothead dropped out and is now like I I don't even know what, what but point being is it's always like. And it, and I can I can tell you why it, he even admitted this on on Facebook. It, it's because he was like, well, I guess I got a little. He's like, I guess I got a little cocky because like school was easy for me and like you know. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. That that's why you. I mean, I didn't say that name? to him, but but uh, yeah, can you I can drop a name. Yeah, you can. Is the Luke? <laughs> no, it, no. It, <laughs> No, no, Luke, Luke was, Luke, 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 Luke is the only person from your high school that I know. <laughs> That's why I dropped it. 
Luke was Luke was Luke was a bot head in high school, but no, he did he did the opposite, dude. Where like he he was he was kind of a he was kind of a waste product in high school, and then he really turned his life around like once, you know. So that's that's the interesting thing, and that's that's my that's my other theory about like kids who either struggle or only do like okay in high school tend to do better in real life like w once they're in college and once they're actually like in the workforce they tend to to do better versus like and i don't want to stereotype but all of these jocks from my high school are like i was the i was the best kicker and like they always like to relive their glory days um, oh yeah and by the way our our team our team never even uh, went to the fucking uh, state championship when I was there. So, shut the fuck up, Blake. So. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Blake. <laughs> so you 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 might you might have you might have been a good quarterback, but you weren't even good enough to get us uh, to to stay. They they went okay. So they went. My high school football team went to. Went to the state championship and won after I, after I left high school. Like the year after, I was like, yeah. So Blake was graduating and didn't give it. Like, oh, but I helped train those guys and I helped. I helped. <laughs> yeah. I helped. Yeah, I'm sure. I helped inspire those guys. They're they're when they when they were uh, when they were juniors and you know sophomores and lower classmen. I, I was the one teaching them all the stuff they need to know. Yeah, sure you were. So. Nah, every uh, person in my high school who told me that they were going to... There was one person who I went to high school with who actually, in terms of sports, did a thing. He was a baseball player, and he now plays for the Dodgers. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that that is cool. But also, but also, like, I bet he was one of these kids who was busting his ass, though, too. And like, Oh, total. He was a total, like, baseball guy in high school. And, like, everyone knew, like... If anybody went to the to the MLB, it's Nick. Like totally, and and he did. And everyone who played football, not a single one of them went to a major college for football because none of them were good enough because our high school sucked. Yeah. And it's even it's even bigger for where you are in the country because the South really they love their football. Oh God, yeah, they they do. Even 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 USF, which is the school I'm now going to, they they I mean they have a football. You team. USF University. What is that? U University of South Florida. So South Florida. Got it. I'm. I'm not. I was gonna say. I'm not going to the big one in Tampa. I'm going to one of the satellite campuses. But still, it's. Hey. Same degree. Well, same degree, and uh, it's literally 15 minutes from my house, so I can. Oh. I, can, gee, I don't blame you at all. I can. I can literally roll my power chair there, and so, and uh, but yeah, we. I mean. High school, I mean, football is a big thing down here, and not, I mean, it is in Florida, but like, if you go and if you go into like Alabama, that's where it's the biggest. Well, Todd. Yeah. Who do you who do you have for the uh, college football world or uh, world championship or whatever the hell they call it? Not Ohio State. Sorry, Matt Dallas. So. A 0-56 last year or something like that? Uh, oh, they straight lost? 
Oh, they they got demolished last year. I'm so happy they didn't make it in the top four this year. Ha ha ha! Matt's Matt's gonna Matt's gonna be calling you after this, like five years now. So, just to just to fit me off, he would always do that stupid O H I like like Ohio. I know my like state is four letters long. I can spell it with a chant. Cool, bro. P E M N. But yeah, but but like Ohio fans, they'll always do that at like weddings and like stuff that is like is like non-football. But uh, they'll be like, "Dude, you went to Ohio State? Yeah, I went to Ohio State." And then they'll do the whole oh, and I'm like. You're at a wedding. Like this has nothing to do with college football at all. Like, but let's well, say to somebody if if we're at like a wedding or something and, and they went to Penn State, I'd be like, "Yo, nice hat." I won't. I dude, nobody from Penn State says randomly. No one.